Money FM 89.3, Best of Weekends. Joining us on the line now is Maria Mika, a psychologist, psychotherapist, uh, a clinical mental health counselor and corporate trainer uh, for 23 years or more, counseling corporates and individuals. Uh, Maria, good morning and welcome to Money FM Weekend Mornings. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here joining on your show. Well, thank you. It's great to have you. And Maria, as we look around, you know, we see in the news uh, more and more people are running into scrapes with the law for not wearing their masks. And other people are, are you know, seeing and talking about signs of, you know, depression or, or sadness or loneliness if they're stuck in their homes. Um, how big of a problem is, uh, you know, the, the negative effects of, of this on our mental health right now being in lockdown? Well, a lot of people have affected, and the people who have been affected the most are the people who are already experiencing some challenging, some uh, mental health challenges. But seeing our daily routine has been disrupted, and this is true from for everyone, from tiny babies to um, working adults and senior citizens. So when our daily routine is disrupted, we lose our sense of self, we lose... Um, the processes that would help us go through our daily lives. And that can create issues for anxiety and depression. For some people, it has uh, led them to darker thoughts. This is also something that uh, counselors are uh, experiencing nowadays through our clients. Um, what can we do, though? How can we deal with this? We need to realize that Governments, they have access to medical experts, and there is a reason behind all their advice. We need to follow this advice without feeling defiant. Some of us, especially people, they think that they know better, they think that they don't need. The must there for psychological reasons in, in many cases is not just to prevent us from spreading the virus or contracting it it modifies behavior where we're more cautious. So it would be helpful for us to just comply with what the government and medical experts yeah, we Maria, sorry, use, Maria, mm-hmm. if, if I could jump in there. We, have, we have a lot of uh, employers uh, listening to our show at Money FM. If I'm a boss, if I'm a corporate boss and I run mm-hmm. a company with large numbers of people and they're currently working f- from home, how mm-hmm. should I treat them? What kind of things can I do as a corporate boss to ensure the mental well-being of my staff? Well, you can stay in contact with them um, more frequently than usual. You can have some uh, Zoom calls as a team. You can ask your team members to ensure confidentiality so that whatever is missed by any team member will stay within the team. What is also very helpful is to arrange some webinars with uh, counselors and corporate trainers that will be addressing the, the issues of anxiety and depression during this uh, pandemic. I have personally already been giving some of those webinars, and you can have 100 people on a call, and it's not that expensive. Mm, very interesting. Talking with Maria Mika, who is a clinical uh, mental health counselor, 23 years of experience. And Maria, in your opinion, what sort of, of uh, individuals are are the most vulnerable uh, during this circuit breaker? And what are the signs that perhaps a mm-hmm. boss or a supervisor could see, even from 
being mm-hmm. distant as we are, that somebody is, is maybe in crisis or approaching some sort of crisis? Well, of course, people who are already experiencing some uh, mental health concerns, their symptoms are very likely to be exacerbated. But as a manager, the way to, to notice that is to see if their behavior has changed. Are they procrastinating when they would not procrastinate before? Are they avoiding to be on a call? Um, when they're on a call, is always their camera switched off because they don't want to be seen. Um, are they working around the clock when they shouldn't? Uh, do you see on their face concern and worry? Do believe that they don't sleep well, that they're struggling. And if that happens, then as a manager, just um, make some time to talk to your team member and possibly connect them with a clinical mental health counselor. And also on that point, if once we've recognized the symptoms, I mean, for example, mm-hmm. I'm struggling quite a bit with insomnia at the moment, um, staying awake too much, thinking about this, that and the other. What are some of the things that I can do and listeners listening right now, some of the coping methods that we could use in our daily lives to help us get through this? Well, the major thing that we need to do is to understand that um, we all experience a level of anxiety on a subconscious level. And this is the most dangerous type of anxiety because you're not aware of it. But if your sleeping patterns have changed, if you cannot fall asleep at night, or if you wake up in the middle of the night and you cannot fall back asleep, or even if you wake up in the morning and you don't fall at all and you find your mind racing, then that probably means that you're experiencing subconscious stress. A few things that you can do apart from talking to a counselor is to stick to your routine. It is very easy when you're working from home to not have a particular sleeping routine. So I advise people to go to bed at 10, wake up at 6, 6.30, and make sure that you do some form of exercise, even at home. We are so blessed to have YouTube. There are many free videos there for all ages and all fitness. But also go through your grooming routine. A lot of people don't have showers for days or they don't, yes, unfortunately, they don't comb their hair. Um, ladies who used to engage in some makeup routine, they haven't put on any makeup on their faces for a very long time. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is difficult because, and I'm not talking about vanity, but you're creating a new self. So every time you look at yourself in the mirror, every time you, you smell yourself and you haven't had a shower for five days, it will change the way you are. It reinforces a different sense of self, a different identity. And if we lose our identity during these difficult times, then we really have very little to hold on to. We're talking to Maria Mika, a psychologist, and you've just nailed me. I'm currently turning into Father Christmas with the, <laughs> he certainly is with the beard that I have, and I just want to stress that one isn't mental health. That one is I don't like spending money on razors, and I've got a chance to save money. But but is it? It, well, it is a bit, yeah. But following up, Maria, okay. you make a very interesting point there. Just to use a personal example, so what you're saying is I usually fall asleep, I'm a nocturnal person anyway, after mm-hmm. midnight, it's an old media habit, and I get up around 8, 9 o'clock. But currently, I cannot fall asleep before 2, 3 a.m., and I'm trying to, you know, I pace around the living room, and I know many people are doing a similar thing at the moment. So are you suggesting that I, I try to maintain that routine by still trying to get up the next day at the same time and hope that I keep the same schedule in the long term? 
Well, if this has always been your schedule, then you can hold on to it. But if it's not working for you at the moment, it possibly means that you are experiencing some subconscious stress. So I would urge you to try and shift your hours. Go to bed at 11. And because you will be changing your sleeping hours, try to meditate a little before. Definitely don't stay on a screen for two hours before 11. Mm. Um, try to take some magnesium because it's going to relax your muscles. Um, also, use some essential oils, maybe lavender, and try to calm yourself, create a very nice sleep hygiene, and allow sleep to take over, but no stressful thoughts, no planning for the future during those times. That's great advice, and I must just stress for the benefit of our listeners a point you made there, which I think is so important. We're all guilty of this. The last thing mm-hmm. I do, Maria, is I read all the stuff about COVID-19 <laughs> just before I'm falling asleep. Uh, I'm reading the news feed, the updates in Brazil and Russia and US. And I suppose for many of us, that's the, probably the worst thing to do, isn't it, when we're trying to fall asleep? It is actually because you're scaring yourself. And just before we fall asleep, we're usually unwinding, which means that our subconscious mind is more awake than it is during the day when we're very busy. So you're a lot more impressionable. And that means that whatever you read that scares you is going to stick with you. It's going to stay with you. And your dreams might be affected by that. This could possibly be the reason you wake up in the middle of the night and you cannot fall back asleep. It is important for us to stay connected. But I would recommend that we, you spend 20 to 30 minutes every day, no more, to read whatever you need to read, to watch whatever you need to watch, and then you stop. Because if you keep rehearsing the same scary scenario, it's as if you're watching a thriller. For most of us, when you watch a thriller, we cannot fall asleep easily because your body and your mind actually feel that you're in that whatever was happening to the protagonist is actually happening to you. So allow only 20 to 30 minutes every day. Find a slot. If it's a consistent slot at the same time every day, it's going to be even more helpful. And for the rest of the day, instead of rehearsing all the horrible scenarios for yourself, your family, and humanity, just allow yourself to connect with a the, with the nice scenario. Your body will like it. Your brain will like it. And from this place of creating nice, happy hormones in your brain, can really create and innovate the future you want. Well, those are great tips from Maria Mika, clinical and mental health counselor, corporate trainer, hypnotherapist. Maria, how can people get in touch with you if they want to get more information uh, about your programs or just even if they have questions about this topic? Um, I would be happy to connect with interested parties. Um, a nice way to do it would be through my website, which is www.mariamicha.com. Uh, dot com dot sg. Uh, my number also is eight one eight nine six three eight six. I'm happy to help people. Great, Maria. Thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate your insights here on Weekend Mornings. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. It was lovely spending time with you this morning. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm eighty nine three dot sg, or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.